if I could teach you one thing about nutrition, what would that be? Kia ora, I'm Janet, a qualified personal trainer, nutrition coach and mum of four boys. You're listening to The Riggs Ramblings, a podcast that is a space and a place for you to be while we explore the non-bullshit approach to nutrition, exercise and all the bits in between. I have a huge passion for movement and ordinary people achieving extraordinary things. So we'll have some adventures and we'll be joined by some epic guests along the way who will share their wild journeys through this thing we call life. Let's crank on into it. Kia ora, Janet here, and you're listening to episode number 27 of the Riggs Rambling podcast. And today we're going to be talking about weight training or lifting weights and how that really benefits us in our everyday life. So essentially, what is lifting weights? It is lifting a weight against gravity, uh, using resistance training to build our physical strength, our speed, our capacity to lift, um, our muscle generation, our fibre generation in that sense, um, it gets really quite scientific there, Uh, building lean muscle mass, building our density in our bones and also complementing our cardiovascular system which we spoke about in the previous podcast to this one. So lifting weights can totally and will change and benefit your life, it is strength training in some way shape or form. We can do this by lifting our body weight as well. So please don't always think that weight training has to always be with dumbbells and barbells and machines in a gym. It can be using our body weight. It can be using things around our home, backpacks, books, anything that weighs something um, to um, enhance our um, way, shape, body, form and strength, I guess you can say. Um, Multiple ways that you can do this with your body weight, you could uh, also download my body weight program um, and use that at home to start your journey off with um, resistance training. So strength training really can enhance our quality of life, it can improve our ability to do absolutely anything and every day, it can help to prevent our joints from injury, Uh, it can build our bone density, we can um, improve and increase our balance. Uh, So, you know, when I do say, don't want to break a hip at 70, lift some weights, um, that's not just about building our bone density and our joints um, and protecting our joints, but it's also because it improves our balance. It helps us to maintain our independence as we age. Um, Is it all about just building big muscles to look like the Michelin man? Oh, no, not at all. So there's so many things that will put females off lifting weights. Um, The first one being that they don't want to get bulky. Um, second one being is they don't want to look like a man uh, you know what we're not men we're not small men we aren't men we're a woman our muscle fibres are different our body dynamics are different our systems are different um, genetically biomechanically and all the other ecclesiastes there are we are different we are not small men so chance of you looking like a man by lifting weights would take decades of lifting weights and possibly drug use to get there, steroids. Um, You are not going to get bulky overnight. It takes years to build lean muscle mass. I mean, I think I might have timed it at some stage for me to build like two kilos of lean muscle mass, which is pretty much fuck all, was like three years of lifting weights. So don't overthink it there. Most women will be put off 
thinking that they're going to get bulky. You're not. Uh, but when you do say to me that you want to be toned, you want to be bulky. <gasps> Hurts, doesn't it? So what else does lifting weights do? It helps to improve our posture. It helps to improve our sleep. It increases our bone density. It helps with maintaining, losing or gaining weight. It helps us to regulate our metabolism. Uh, it doesn't boost it. I'm not going to say that because it, um, that's just a whole other marketing uh, scam there. Our metabolism can be increased. It can be uh, decreased. And that comes down to energy expenditure. That's a whole other level. So let's not go there. Uh, it can help with lowering inflammation. Uh, it can most definitely, definitely starve off chronic disease. So... All those good things. Why wouldn't you want to build muscle? When we think about it, when it comes to your metabolic rate, which is how um, our speed of our metabolic rate is, you know, the rate of what we live, breathing, moving, circulation, all of those things. But actually, if we increase our lean muscle mass and lift weights, we can actually improve our metabolic rate. So we utilize more energy. What does that mean to the layman, of course? You can eat more food without gaining weight <gasps> every woman's dream isn't that every woman's dream to gain weight to uh, sorry to eat as much as like without gaining weight that does not mean that you're eating crap just saying it just means that you can actually eat uh more food so it changes our shape how taking up less space how can it do that so it's a great way to build lean muscle mass and lean muscle mass takes up less space so those women that you see in the pictures and you go, oh, I want to look like her, she's got tone, muscle tone. She has built lean muscle mass, meaning that she has increased the size of her muscle. She has decreased her fat mass and muscle takes up less space than fats, I suppose you could say. So we want to be lifting heavy weights. And what does heavy weights mean for us? Well, heavy weight is relative to you, to each individual. What is heavy to you? So it really does vary across all walks of life and all of our situations and circumstances, body shapes, environments, um, our body's ecosystem, everything like that. We are individual. We are all completely different. However, the very baseline of lifting weights kind of remains the same. It is do the doing. So lift the weights, put them back down, lift the weights, put them back down over and over and over again. The best way to improve your weight lifting your lean build your lean muscle mass to get good at lifting weights is to do the same lifting of the weights over and over and over again the best plans you can buy for weightlifting lifting weights building your strength have a lot of repeat 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 and are not fancy if you're doing a weight training lifting plan and it changes all of the time and I'm not talking about group fitness here or or uh, the likes of our strength and conditioning classes, although they have a lot of repetitive uh, exercises in them because I know they work. I'm talking about your plan in the gym. Same, same, and a little bit different over and over again. Then you might buy another plan off somebody and it's the same, same, but only a little bit different. Why? Because they've learned they, uh, that it works. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Increase, increase the weights. Repeat, repeat, repeat. Increase the weights. So... How do we, uh, you know, do that? What do we do? Well, we want to be working against um, 
gravity so we need to be lifting weights in the gym or at home or in the home outside um and we want to be working within an rpe so your rpe is the rate of um perceived exertion so that's on a scale of one to ten one is you could throw it above your head all day every day for as long as you live ten is you definitely couldn't do any more it's your max you're maxed out we work between that seven and eight where we can lift those um, reps for a skill set of sort of eight out of ten. You could do two more reps if I asked you to, but you really don't want to do them. And we use that guide. So those last few reps, I mean, they're getting pretty ugly. I always say to some say to my clients that I train in person um, when they're sort of struggling to lift some weights towards the end of their rep sets. So well, actually, sorry, but that's not ugly enough for me to ask you to stop. Your RPE out of eight should be hard but not outside of good form. The form should be questionable, maybe, but not really. Uh, you should be really working hard, able to do a couple more reps if I asked you. Those two would still be within good technique because the first thing that happens when we lose our technique is we get injured. So, um, yeah, this is the scale of RPE. That's what we do when we are lifting weights, and we use that as a guide along the way through our training programs. Um, it helps us to improve constantly because weight lifting um, and lifting weights is just like I spoke in the previous uh, podcast about cardio, is adaption. We get fitter, stronger, healthier along the way, and we have to continually adapt so that we continue to progress. So progressive overload is the next stage of weightlifting, I suppose you could say. You're going to use that scale of RPE so that you can always uh, progressively overload your muscles so that they continue to receive the right stimulus and continue to grow. Now this is a heavily scientific process. There are plenty of trainers out there that have all of the exact science down point on their podcasts, on their social medias, um, I love the science, I read it, I understand it, however, in my display of what I'm trying to get across to the people that listen to me speak is that I've brought it back down to layman standards. Um, yeah, so progressive overload, so how do we do that? Well, we either progress forward by doing more reps or more weight. So they don't always go hand in hand. So often I'll say to a lot of my clients, depending where you are, whether you are at home, you may not have a large array of weights at your disposal. Uh, you could be in one of the gyms where the next weight plates are a significant increase uh, and they would cause you not to be able to perform the reps in a functional manner with the correct technique. So that's where you can increase the reps. So say you're doing eight reps of a bicep curl, you're doing whatever weight the next dumbbells that are available to you was an increase of two kilos two kilos is too much you you weren't able to do that so you would increase your reps so you would go to 10 reps or as close to failure as you can keeping that scale between seven and eight and then up to ten for that rpe of course or we add weight we go up in this the dumbbells or we put on some extra weight plates at the end um Either way, what happens, we are progressively overloading our system, our muscles, our muscle fibres, the tension, we're increasing the time under tension, all of those wonderful things that is going to help build lean muscle mass. So um, sometimes when we increase our, when we increase the weight, clearly you'll have to bring it back. 
Uh, so you might have been doing 10 reps and now you're all of a sudden at the increased weight, you're only capable of doing six. Win, that is still progressive overload. You are performing six reps right up at that RPE of eight between seven, eight and possibly 10, causing progressive overload. Does this mean that we're going to be able to do this every time we're in the gym? No, no, that's not how it works. Uh, but you should be able to increase over time increase those weights so if you're spending six weeks lifting the same weights for the same reps in your bicep curl then your body has adapted I'm pretty sure you'll probably find your RPE has dropped significantly and you're at almost like at a maintenance I suppose you could say if you want to continue to grow you need to adapt the stimulus add weight add reps push yourself make sure that RPE is right up there so yeah, that is a little bit of um, basis around uh, lifting weights. How do we lift them? What does it mean that RPE, the um, you know the uh, stimulus rather, and what that means our progressive overload? Um, yeah, and so there's a lot of confusion around uh, reps and what reps are for what. When I was studying, um, strength training was between three to five reps. Um, endurance training was 15 to 20 and hypertrophy which is for muscle growth was between uh, 5, 8 and 15 I think it was back then. This has progressed just as science progresses. Science isn't always right clearly that's why we do research, that's why we uh, do experiments so that we can continue to change and learn and understand and watch things evolve. So there is no uh, perfect rep range so to speak. Um, there is a hell of a lot of research out there that proves what works best for hypertrophy there is what works best for just straight out strength training um, and then endurance so yeah generally strength training higher weights less reps hypertrophy muscle growth mid muscle growth rather mid range reps generally between 8 and 12 and endurance uh, lighter weights higher reps anywhere between 12 to 20 reps uh, general rule of thumb of what I work with um, my clients depending uh, what the stimulus is Weights in person can be anywhere between 6 reps up to 12 um, and then in our group fitness clearly we do um, higher reps um, and we combine that with complete and total strength training where they are doing 3 sets of 6. So there is a lot of science behind the rep ranges, you don't have to always understand it um, but having a little bit of understanding as to where that basis sort of comes from. Um, will help you understand a little bit more. The science is always evolving. It's incredible. There is a whole lot of new research out there at the moment um, about the um, stimulus on our muscle growth and how we can target all of the different muscle fibres um, of each muscle, because our muscles are made up of individual little wee muscle fibres, um, where what plane those stimuluses need to be in. So if you think of um, all of your joints as levers, there's different um phases, stages and planes that we move our body through that will stimulate these muscles um, specifically for the way that the muscle fibres lie. Um, yeah, it's really quite in-depth. Um, again, like I said earlier, I don't shove a whole lot of scientific information into these um, podcasts because to be absolutely 100% clear on what you're reading, you need to be able to understand research, and most people don't. And uh, be, well, not that they don't understand it, they're not able to interpret it correctly. And what happens then? Um, well, that's what your social media is full of. People have taken little wee branch uh, 
tag bits out of research and misunderstood it, misrepresented it, sold it, made millions. And those of us that can read research, understand research and put it into practice through what we do um, are left hanging out to dry at the background there. But um, yeah, that's not saying that I don't think you can understand it, read it or apply it at all. I'm not accusing anybody of not understanding at all. But it is constantly changing and... Like anything, we have specialists in the industry. Um, there are a lot of people out there that know a lot that don't have any qualifications. Um, there are a lot of people out there with PhDs that are selling misinformation as well. So you really kind of just have to pick your way through it, pick and choose um, what you know. But like I say, these pod, my podcast, my literature, my social medias are the KISS method, the keep it simple, stupid um, which was said to me when I was starting to overthink um, all of my assignments when I was doing my degree. Um, yeah, so let's keep it simple, stupid. What does weightlifting do for us? All of those good things. It improves our sleep, it improves our quality of life. You are going to increase your bone density, you're going to lower your blood pressure, you are going to get toned, because that's what we all want now. Uh, you are going to regulate your uh, cardiovascular system, your, and you are going to regulate... All of those good things that we need for longevity in our life, you are going to feel good about yourself. You're going to release endorphins. You're going to feel like a million bucks. So why wouldn't you want to lift weights? It's confusing. It's frightening. It's scary. But I promise you that if you lift something heavy up and you put it back down and then you lift it back up and then you put it back down over and over and over again for a long period of time, you will see significant benefits to your everyday life. So that's enough ramblings for me. I'm going to start repeating myself shortly. We all know that when that happens, it's time to... Let's cut that out. So I thank you very much for joining me again today on another episode of the Riggs Ramblings podcast. As always, you can email me, Janet at RiggsStrength.com if you need some more information or you want to know a little bit more about the services that we hold here at the Rig. Look us up on our socials. Save us as a favourite. Uh, I can't wait to see where this takes us. Mm-hmm.